want to talk a little bit about due process, and it's going to be part of the conversation today as we do our show. How many of you have been pulled over by the police? How many of you have been pulled over and then placed under arrest? Have you ever been accused of a crime? How many of you have had your homes taken away by the government for eminent domain? How many of you have been evicted from a rental? How about being served papers of some kind? I'm sure all my listeners have experienced at least one of these actions. I know I certainly have. You may not realize it, but the moment this situation happened, a process had been started. Merriam-Webster defines a process as a series of actions or operations conducing to an end. Now, when I think of a process, I tend to think of the Ford Motor Company, for example, their assembly line. The assembly line was a process to assemble cars from start to finish. Henry Ford kind of invented that concept. It was a process one step at a time. Processes are everywhere from renting a home to standing in line at your local coffee shop for a cup of coffee. There's another process in the United States. It is called due process. A lot of people don't seem to understand that nowadays. The 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th Amendments to the U.S. Constitution concern due process. I would say the Founding Fathers had a pretty good idea that government would likely become corrupt. Boy, were they right. And a lot of protections needed to be put in place to protect we the people from the government. Due process is a legal concept where a person is insured all legal rights when they are deprived of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness for a given reason. Face it, when you're accused of a crime... For at least a brief period of time, you lose your right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Due process requires that legal matters be resolved according to established rules and principles, and that individuals be treated fairly because in this country, all people are considered innocent until proven guilty. At least that's the way it's supposed to be. I've personally owned rental property. When a tenant did not pay the rent, as the contract stipulates, I would start the eviction process. There's a process for this. And the first step is a three-day notice of eviction for non-payment of rent. I am at that time making an accusation that they have not paid their rent. If the tenant didn't pay in three days, I would take it to court. I would have to file paperwork and get a court date set. The tenant is entitled to due process. The tenant is innocent until I prove to the court that rent has not been paid and the tenant has violated their contract because the tenant is the accused and I am the accuser. If the judge ruled in my favor, then a whole other process starts, which involved the actual physical eviction. If the tenant proves that they have paid their rent... They are not evicted, and therefore their rights are protected. If I prove the tenant has not paid their rent as agreed, then a process is started. They're removed from the property, and my rights are protected. This is due process. When you're arrested, another process happens. Usually, you're handcuffed and booked into jail. Have an arraignment, and then maybe work on bail 
where you're either let out of jail until your court date or you stay behind bars until your court date. The U.S. Constitution guarantees your right to a speedy trial as to ensure you don't serve time for a crime you haven't been convicted of. If you have a court date, it means the arresting body must prove you are guilty. Innocent until proven guilty. The Supreme Court has ruled that the Due Process Clause of the 14th Amendment prevents state governments from infringing on the rights of those who have been accused of a crime. Provisions of the 5th and 14th Amendments that limit the power of the government to deny people life, liberty, or property without fully respecting their legal rights and the correct legal procedure. You are guaranteed due process that places limits on laws and legal proceedings to ensure every U.S. citizen has fairness and justice. It's important to know about this important law in our U.S. Constitution. Our laws were made with the worldview that men are inherently evil and that laws are to protect the innocent. In 1791, the Fifth Amendment was established. The Fifth Amendment's reference to due process is only one of many promises of protection the Bill of Rights gives citizens against the federal government. Originally, these promises had no application at all against the states. The Bill of Rights was interpreted to only apply against the federal government. Later, in the middle of the 20th century, a series of Supreme Court decisions found that the Due Process Clause incorporated most of the important elements of the Bill of Rights and made them applicable to the states. If a Bill of Rights guarantee is incorporated in the Due Process Requirement of the 14th Amendment, state and federal obligations are exactly the same. Why do I share this with you today? It's important you understand that our amazing Constitution exists for the purpose of protecting you from the government. It's important that you know, since 1964, after the Jim Crow laws legally ended, if anyone is arrested or accused, there is a process that is fair to all people. Laws provide fairness when they are followed. And that includes the government following their, following their own laws. Knowing this helps you not overreact when or if you're arrested or accused of a crime. When you overreact, when pulled over by the pub police or a search warrant of your property is given, it causes major conflict for you and the government official. It is, however, important for you to know what your rights are in these situations. You know... I think a lot of people no longer trust the government or the police because of all the things that have been happening over the past few years, and probably longer than that. That's why you hear about people being shot and killed at traffic stops, which should be routine, or people overreacting because they're afraid of the government. They don't believe that they will be treated fairly. Regardless, it is important to be as cooperative as possible, because sometimes overreacting, like I said, can lead to the death of the person getting pulled over or the police officer. You've all seen the videos on the news of this happening. It's important for you to remember due process. You are innocent until proven guilty. 
You may know you're innocent, but the police officer knows nothing about your innocence or the possible extenuating circumstances that need more time in front of a judge. You plead your case in front of a judge. That is due process. You need to allow your due process to help you. But like everything else in this great country, due process can become corrupted by the very government officials who we've entrusted to ensure our right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Just a couple of examples I want to point out. Not long ago, the government told renters that they no longer had to pay their rent. They also told property owners that their right to collect rent for their property had been suspended. This was a violation to not only the landlord's right to collect rent, but their right to the process of removing a renter violating the terms of their contract. This was an illegal action by the government, violating a landlord's right to due process and also interfering with a legal contract, which is also illegal. Then I want to mention again the people that were arrested on January 6th. They probably believed up front that they had right to due process. Some of these people have been in jail for over two years now and have never been convicted of a crime. They've served over two years in jail as innocent citizens because, after all, like I just mentioned, in America, we are innocent until proven guilty, right? And that should not matter whether you're a Democrat or a Republican. It shouldn't matter matter about whether you're one of these angry Democrats that thinks, oh, well, these people should, have been, should be put in jail or they should – yeah, they should be put in jail if they're found guilty. What if you're next? What if you're arrested for something you're accused of and you're put in jail for an indefinite period of time and denied your right to a speedy trial? The government's justification for these violations is that we were in a pandemic emergency. That's their justification for everything. That was their justification for shutting down churches, arresting preachers, arresting people simply living their lives, arresting people for refusing to wear a mask, arresting business owners for trying to earn a living. We have other people that have been accused of crimes in which strong evidence of guilt exists. We're seeing that on TV these days all over the place. And because they are politically connected to those in control, they've been exempted from due process or prosecution. The corrupt government, the founding fathers, warned us about and tried to protect us from is now running the justice system. So how is there going to be any justice? How is there going to be any guarantee of due process when there are criminals running our government?